The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. My pal Gord Steinke joins me in studio. Good afternoon. Always good to be here. I was hoping that you you were bringing your new best friend uh, Ryan Reynolds in with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, we've just uh, yeah interesting story with him. He's sure it sure turned out to be a nice uh, nice chap. So this has been interesting. In case you missed it, because we just talked about it uh, quickly uh, on the air one time during uh, the news crossover that we do at four twelve. Right. But um, you were at the ledge on budget well, day. Well, speech exactly day? a week ago today, yeah. and I was just and we were wrapping up, and the crew was packing up, and I was getting my coat and getting all in this and the security security guard had come up and said i'll take you out the where'd you park i said i'm on the west side he said oh, i'll lead you out the door it's locked right now because of the protest i said okay and as we're going he goes hey do you want to see a picture of uh, ryan reynolds grandfather i said what <laughs> <clears throat> and he goes yeah he says like there's a picture of ryan reynolds grandfather chester well, he didn't know his name at that yeah, time yeah. And I, so i said well that could be true it could be not so i took a look i took a picture of it and then I kind of forgot about it. We had a going away party Friday, and then Friday it was a busy week. And yeah. I looked at my phone Friday night about 9:30, and I showed it to Deb, and she said, "Well, why don't you tweet it out just to see if he bites, to see if he says, yeah, that's my dad, or this is a big hoax.'" Yeah, yeah. So I did, and I just, uh, you know, you do it on Twitter at yeah. He's got uh, Van Reynolds. Yeah, Van Reynolds. Yeah. And so I did, and and uh, it in 43 minutes later. It was like a real nice message came back, and it said, thanks so much. This means a lot to me. My, We don't have a lot of inf- information about my grandfather, and this is really, really sweet that you sent this. It was interesting because um, he looks very much like well, his grandfather. His, yeah, he's got the same ears. Wow. I know. It's it's quite a, It's almost kind of like the shining spook. Yeah. You're looking at an old picture, and it's like you're kind of seeing his doppelganger there. But that's not where it ended. No. I mean, it's continued on. Well, then he started following me, and then he, then he would... Um, then he texted me back on Sunday and said, hey, I took that picture, and he said I had it uh, colorized. What do you think of this? I said, I think it looks fantastic. I'd like to do that with my grandfather's pictures. Yeah. And then he was like, do you know your grandfather? And I told him my grandfather, World War One vet, yeah. and he, I was lucky enough to know him too. And so we're just going back and forth. But how he went, I haven't, I haven't asked him yet how he, I'm sure there's lots of people would know how you take a black and white photo and colorize yeah. it. But he did it pretty quick anyway, and it really brought it, to life, and you could really see the resemblance. So yeah, we just kind of been chit-chatting back and forth ever since about different <laughs> see, stuff. Like literally, uh, Gord sits down eight minutes ago and says, "Oh, hold on, I just got a message from Ryan Reynolds." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> no, it's it's strange, isn't it? Yeah, he's he's doing stuff about uh, John Candy now. Yeah, he's because this is the 25th anniversary. 25th of his anniversary death. of his death was yesterday. Sometime was just this week, I think. Yeah, so, and he worked yeah. right at ITV exactly. here, so there's a connection there too. It's pretty yeah, interesting. Yeah, very cool. Like John Candy's ghost, I'm sure, is, is on the, all the all our technicians, and you remember when you used to work of there. Of course. The floor directors, if there was a commercial break, they'd tell you a story of John yeah. Candy. and So it's a small world. It just yeah. keeps getting smaller. Well, yeah, just uh, just interesting, and I and I see like it's, uh, the, the story's kind of gone across the, the country, but yeah, it's just kind of nice when you see, all right, you know what, here's a Here's a picture of your dad. Here's a piece of your family history. Exactly. You love family history. You love yeah. history. Period. So that, yeah, just period. And when we're all trying to figure that out, you know, the other night, um, I, so my dad has been the keeper of the Nye family history. Okay, yeah. Um, he's only child. Both of his parents are, are dead. Um, his family in England now starting to pass away. You know, my cousins and extended cousins. 
but my dad always had a photo album hmm. and he put everything in there and has labeled it all like this is great grandma blah here like all of this sort of stuff but for some reason the other night I had this urge to go through it and as I'm going through it I'm trying to remember who everybody is and then there was a picture of of someone and I'm like I I can't remember for the life of me who this is so I sent it to my dad and I'm like who is this one again and does he remember right off the oh top yeah of oh, and, nice. and he does but and he's coming out to um, to visit in in June there's a military thing out at the base and he, he always likes to come out uh, for that and so I said we're going to sit down and we are going to sit down and go through all of that again because Good idea. like yeah. let's be really my, my dad's seven, my dad's 75 mm-hmm. your dad's 84, 84. yeah and um, I, I want to make sure I have all of that mm-hmm. before before my dad's not around I know, anymore. I've got to do it too. My dad's is just in the process of moving. I'm going to go out there at Easter. He's moving yeah. into a smaller downsizing a bit. And he's he's finding all these boxes and boxes of old photo yeah. albums. I can't wait to get into yeah. them because he'll know who they all are. And that's and you know and I and I love that and I think it's I think personally it's important. Some people uh, love it and have traced their family history all the way back and yeah. um I might have told you this, and I'm not sure, but I'm um, Jim and I are um, hosting a trip to Iceland and Ireland in July, and um, I don't know much about my mom's side, and she's Irish, mm. like she's a Flaherty, like she's yeah. she's Irish, um, and she doesn't know much about you know the Irish side of, of her family my aunt Betty so my aunt who knew it all yeah and has had been tracing it all um, unfortunately she has dementia now and they just put her in a home and no one knows where so all of whole, the papers have gone catalog of history is, is gone vanished, so I'm trying to track it down yeah but we're stopping in Galway which is where the family is originally from so I'm really excited to try and you know see that maybe learn a, a little have bit you ever more been over there before I've not that? been to Ireland no oh, okay yeah. we, no. Had, we had family history we were chase, tracing back not far we're in Galway too beautiful yeah. spot now uh, have you ever thought about doing those um, DNA tests or like the ancestry well, online I did one. thing yeah I which did one, one the DNA stuff yeah because I was thinking okay there's I know where my dad's from you know from Germany and my mom's from England mm-hmm. and Scotland on the on the borders there the Geordies and uh, so I knew that and they told me that so I said to them yeah but you know what these DNA things they'll find out that you could have a little Cherokee yeah, in yeah. You, yeah. or you could have a little Italian Whatever, and so I thought. So I paid the 120 bucks, and I, and it took about three months to get back, and then it, it came back, and for 120 bucks, I got a little pie chart that was cut neatly in half. It said, "Yeah, half of you is German, and half of you is English." <laughs> there was no. My, both my mom and dad went, "You dumb." They call me a dumb banana or something. They said, "You just wasted 100." We could have told you that. You could have given us 120 bucks. I'll tell you where you're from. That's fantastic. Yeah. So I, it didn't work too well in my situation. It it told me that some of the. The Steinkeys had come over from Germany, I guess, and we're in the Chicago, Minneapolis area. And yes. I kind of already knew that because that's where my grandma and grandpa ended up after the war and before the war. They all came over there. But anyway, it was kind of funny. So I, I, there was no mysteries. No mystery on yours. No. And see, the on on the nigh side of the family. I thought for sure there should be some Apache. Some Apache. Some Navajo something or something good in there. <laughs> Nothing. The Nye side has been in, in England for a very, very long time, but they're not sure. We didn't start there, and they, they actually kind of question the, the origin of the name, like if it was longer at one point, and yep. there had been talk that it might start down Spain area or something, so I'm kind Neat. of I'm kind of interested in doing it, but I know Chedville is, oh, you know, the DNA stuff. They're taking your information, and they're selling it, and, and this and that, and... 
I don't know, Chadville. Have have you guys done this? Have you have you learned anything? You know, let us know those stories. But I just I would I just want to know more. I know they're doing amazing stuff with DNA. I mean, they're solving crimes with it. Yes. So I don't. I guess if you've done something wrong, you won't want to be taking these tests, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? If you're hiding something. But if you're not hiding anything, I know in my case I could have saved 120 bucks. Yeah, and you know mm. what? I, I and I like the kind of the that part of it. There's I think another one. I don't know. Is it called 23andMe? And it kind of gives you like a breakdown if you if you might be predisposed to different cancers and stuff like that oh, and different really? health issues. I'm sure they're evolving as this goes. And I'm like, I did I this a couple years ago. I don't want to know that. No. No, I don't, no, I don't either. No, but you know, I should try it again just to see what if I got a totally different result. They said I was half Irish and half it's you all, know, yeah, 120 bucks, Gord, come on. Yeah, from Belarus or something. I don't know. <laughs> then you'd know it was all all fake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think skeptical. with a name like Flaherty, I know I'm pretty yeah, good on the pretty, one side. Yeah. But uh, again, on the other side, we're not really, really sure what's uh, what's going on there. Well, here's there. the thing you're going to love if you, you get over there. And it's like the thing, like I would mentioned, like the Ryan Reynolds. The fact that your grandfather is standing on the fourth step at the legislature in front of the first pillar yeah. in 1944, and you're going to be able, you know, if you come, if to you ever came thing. here or something, to come and do the same thing. And that's what I did. We found out where a family photo was taken in um, Stockport of my grandfather and all of his sisters in a quarry. And I actually got to find the quarry and go sit in that quarry where they'd hold okay. the dining room chairs. Oh, yeah, we've had that. It's been hanging in the family farm for years. And then there we are in 1898. There they were. So question for you, um, what is the oldest piece of family memorabilia that you own? Is it your great your grandfather's uniform? Probably. Yeah, I would have to say. Or his grandfather's stuff? Yeah, yeah it would have war? to be my grandfather's compass that he used at uh, all the major battles. Vimy Ridge, yeah. the Somme, have got that. His name is still in it, Lieutenant uh, Herbert Thomas yeah. Ford. It's still there. You can still see his handwriting and his uniform and medals. Interesting. Yeah. Again, I think I just... so because, you know, there's old pictures. I know the family history goes back to 18, I think it's 1843 when they they sailed over in a wooden boat and landed in New Brunswick or somewhere <laughs> and they settled in New Brunswick. Did and they? Then okay. They, but they just disappeared. We have no recollection yeah. of what happened to him. I just, you know, I, I think to myself, you know, should we be holding on to things? You know, will our kids in 100 or 200 years or our kids, 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 and they, you know, will they care whatever, about will they care well, about it? what I'm worried about. I think what I'm going to do is gather it all up and I'm going to give it to the museum, the 29th Vancouver yeah. Battalion, where he ended up, that's the last battalion he fought with. I think that's what, they've got a museum for 28th. Yeah. I think that's what I'll do is send it there because otherwise they're, you know what'll happen is the nieces and nephews will cut it all up and yeah. they'll sell it a belt for a hundred bucks and one boot for fifty <laughs> and you know I don't know. Well, and that's and I that's don't see it. the appreciate. If I saw the appreciation from these younger kids, you know, I would I would be more than happy to to do go. We, on a, I've do, tried to teach it to them. I was going to ask you, have you spent any time trying to? They just don't ask enough questions. Mm. You know, they just don't seem to, the interest is right now anyway doesn't seem to be there. Yeah, and they're in their thirties. Okay, because you know um, my. Uh, on my dad's side, um, my dad was the first nigh out of that chain to, to go. He worked for the government. He was, you know, he worked for the Ontario government for, for years. But before that, they were all master tailors. So my grandfather, my great-grandfather, my great-great-grandfather. And so I have the paperwork that goes back four grandfathers now. Oh, that's nice. Hmm. that showed it's his indenture paper so mm. this master tailor was taking him on to show him the trade this is how much you would get paid this is all this sort of stuff you can't give up any secrets and 
someone found it in a book in my cousin's bookcase in England somewhere. And they're like, do you want this? Like, yeah, absolutely. I want it. It goes back hundreds of years. Um, The fascinating thing is the signature. Yeah. All the same. Like that signature on there. um, So, you know, my father would be R.A.N.I., but all the other ones were R.C.N.I. Right. They all look identical. I just, and I love that part. I love that part of of history and and family stuff. Oh, it's fascinating. It's good. It connects you to where where you've been and where you're going. Well, that's what I hope. Gord Steinke checking in. Thanks, everybody, for all of your stories on See, the text line. See, everybody's on the same wavelength, aren't we? Pretty much. Yeah, and, and a, great. a lot of people, while well, talking about uh, the folks who have done the DNA tests yep. and have found out a lot about their families, and for some of them um, have confirmed things that they always suspected, like maybe dad wasn't really dad. Right. Um, or they have found some things that then they have to deal with them. Right, or maybe they were adopted. Maybe it, whatever it is, uh, yeah. right? They, they've they've learned stuff, but uh, good and bad. So you have to be prepared for that, I yeah. guess. But some you know folks coming in uh, as well talking about um, some of the oldest things that they own, the, oh, okay. the family stuff. Really? Um, this one says, uh, Jay, I have, uh, I have my great, great grandfather's pocket watch from 1863. It's still working and every Peter in the family has taken possession of this watch through our history. It's very cool. That's All of our names are engraved on the inside of that watch. Oh. How amazing is oh, that? That is awesome. That's right? back to the Civil War. Mm, that's amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I was really happy to see you in today because you haven't been around for the past couple of no, days. No, I've been flat on my back for two days. I'm just... Uh, it's yeah, Texting with Ryan Reynolds. I got a, well, I just got uh, <laughs> nailed with this flu. Yeah. It's just a nasty flu, and I got it. Deb had it on Saturday, and I thought I nursed her a bit. Yeah. Although I went out for a beer with some friends, and <laughs> when she had to nurse me, I felt pretty bad because she didn't leave. Anyway, um, yeah, and I got it at 9 o'clock Monday. I felt great Monday, and then I got this flu, and I'll tell you. Like it just came on, like boom? Yeah, violently came on. Really? Violently. Yeah, from everywhere. So, <laughs> and now I, and, and then I started to feel better. I had a great sleep last night. So, yeah. and, and I thought, I just want to get up and get active again. And It's, I'm quite, not, it's quite amazing when, when you're... You know when you're in grade four, yeah. you got the flu bug, and it, it probably seemed worse because you were a little kid, and... And that's what I felt like all day Tuesday <laughs> and Wednesday. Yeah, and you sure feel sorry for yourself. And lost how much weight in two I days? I lost eight pounds. <laughs> how can that even happen? It's just all the fluid, my friend. It is all of the fluid. I'm going to be so hungry by Saturday. I'll just gain it all back in four <laughs> you'll, hours. You'll have one beer and you'll be sick again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Well, that was uh, just completely... <clears throat> You know, taking a weird turn here when your body is dehydrated and that sort of stuff. When I tried the keto diet for a oh, while, yeah. what's that? So one that's about? a very high protein, right? Okay. So very, very high protein, very low carbs, and um, you know, the first couple of weeks didn't have anything to to drink on it. And they warn you, they warn you the first time that you have a drink, um, if you've done, you know, if you've been on this keto diet for it's a while, like it's going to hit you hard because um, you lose a lot of water, and so your body absorbs, you know. The cells Whatever absorb things different. Oh my gosh! Oh. Consider yourself warned if you're thinking about that. Okay, uh, like that. one drink, two drinks, and I was like, I'm out. Right now, out. at this point, the, the idea w- of a wine or a beer just is—it's not a good thing to even think about. <laughs> just keep sucking back that water. Well, I got eh? the water going here. Yep. Um, it's been crazy busy in this news cycle over the past couple of weeks. I know um, the coronavirus. Speaking of getting sick now, and I know two major airlines, Air Canada and WestJet, uh, have now changed their policy yeah. a bit for people that are flying. Did you see? that that they might 
refund some tickets if you if you're getting nervous. Yeah, and you know what? I, I know some folks that are in Italy right now, and it's yep. just been getting you know really really hard. What's that going to mean when they come back to to Canada? And you know, now they haven't put any. Uh, policies in place about that. I mean, they're talking Iran, if you've been there in different yeah. places, you know, self-quarantine for 14 days and that sort of stuff. And they haven't done anything for, for Italy yet. But you look at the number of school trips that are being cancelled. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. All the ones going overseas. Japan, and, yeah. Spain, all of that sort of and, you know, stuff. And there's a run on masks. You find, can't find them. You know, I always thought the mask idea was that uh, it was so germs couldn't get in. But you know what one doctor had told me was uh, I'd read about? It's to keep your, your hands off your nose and your mouth. Well, that's the worst. That's how you get sick. You should wear a mask all the time. Because, you know, you touch a doorknob, you touch a... And that really the, the purpose of a mask is not to keep stuff, you know, in or out. I mean, it's just to keep... It's just a deterrent from you touching your nose and... and well, that's one of the things that they tell you is wash your hands and wash them really well. And don't touch your face. And don't touch your face. And until but this, have you realized how many, how times? many times you touch your face Yeah, well, that's what the mask the does is it keeps you from touching your skin and yeah. everything. Because, so you know, you're always sitting there sense. and you put your hands on your whatever it is, your eyes are, yeah. and it's like, oh my, yeah. But you can't and, find a mask anywhere. Well, though. you can't find a mask, and we were talking about this yesterday as well, these people that are stockpiling toilet paper and uh, hand sanitizer. I saw a, a tweet today that, say, that said... Um, I don't know if it was a London Drugs or where, whatever it was, saying that they're expecting a new shipment coming in tomorrow into Edmonton. They are putting limits on how many you can buy, mm. uh, like two a person, that's it. And someone was telling a story of someone had gone into, a, I think it was a body shop. I didn't even know that they had a hand sanitizer and body shop and bought 45 of the small little travel ones. Mm. Um, Everybody I'm seeing, wants to protect themselves. They're on I mean. Kijiji. You can wow. buy them on Kijiji. I said to, I said to my husband today, I said, when you pick up, you know, he stops on the way home to pick up some groceries. I said, you know, can you grab just like some toilet paper? <laughs> My concern is that just your everyday normal stuff that you'll need when you go to get it and need it's not going to be somebody there. Somebody will have it all in their basement because piled someone's to the ceiling. got 300 cases of toilet paper in the. Yeah. Well, good thing they're adding another Costco. <laughs> yes. That'll help. That's but you remember. Like six or eight blocks from the other one. That's strange. I know. That's how popular they are. But you know, um, what about SARS? Remember when SARS yeah. happened? I mean, the only thing I took away from that now, because, you know, history fades away. That was a long time. It was a Rolling Stones concert in Toronto. or four, yeah. yeah. But that was a similar idea. Let's look. We should look back and see. We, there was runs on everything then, too. Yeah. With they did such and, a great job at self-containing it there. Yeah. I mean, you know, we still talk about that and the containment and traveling and all that sort yeah. of thing. So we'll keep uh, we'll keep a watch on that. I know that you guys yeah. will have the latest tonight coming up on Global yeah, News. Yeah, uh, cruise five ship, and though. Everybody's six. coming home, so. Oh, my goodness. Um, nice to see you. I'm glad yeah, you're you feeling better. Oh, I'm feeling much better. This helps a lot. Thanks. Tell Ryan I said hi. <laughs> I will. <laughs>